Hey y'all, this is Trent Knox with Live from the ATX, Austin Live and Local Podcast. Today we have Jerry Milani of Wizard World Austin on the show. Welcome to the show. Trent, thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, I just want to let you go, uh, let the listeners know that uh, Wizard World Austin is coming to Austin in September 21st through 23rd, Friday through through Sunday. Um can you kind of tell us the origin of Wizard World events and what's going on? Sure. Well, Wizard World has its original roots and origins in the old Wizard magazine. So Garib Seamus, who owned uh, and started Wizard magazine, basically in his basement uh, 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago, uh, it, that's the first magazine that really covered the pop culture and comics industry. It, everything from price guides and things like that all the way to what's happening in the comics, what's happening in pop culture. And in 1998, that group purchased the original Chicago Comic Con, which had been going on for a few years before that, and created Wizard World Comic Con Chicago, which conveniently we just got through, uh, finished with our, our Wizard World Chicago show, our 21st annual Chicago event. And that was the start of Wizard World Comic Cons. So three years later, we added the Philadelphia show in 2001, and we've run that one ever since. And now we've been up to as many as 24 shows in a year, and now we've settled between really 12 to 18 annually based on schedules and based on what things in those particular markets look like. And we are about to take part in our ninth Wizard World Comic Con Austin, which is really exciting for us. Yeah, that is exciting. I've uh, I just flew back from Colorado Springs. I went to Colorado Springs Comic Con this past weekend, and um, had a great time there. And I have yet to been to the to the Wizard World Austin uh, since I've grown up here. But I've heard good things, and I'm really anticipating the guest list. You've got a pretty packed guest list. You want to talk about that? Sure, and we have some more to come. So we have a few surprises that will be popping up on our website shortly. We are still finalizing some things, dotting I's, crossing T's, etc. But, you know, expect to see that front line that already has Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey and Holly Marie Combs and Henry Winkler and, and Kevin Sorbo and, and Thomas Ian Nicholas and John Heater coming to this show. We're going to add a few more on that top line. So those are, you know, fans of Doctor Who, you don't get to see Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey together very often. Fans of Happy Days, Henry Winkler, and if you, if you see that current show on HBO called uh, Barry. Uh, Henry's on that, and he's a chat standing on that. And, of course, Kevin Sorbo is Hercules, the, the most watched show across the world for for a long time. So it's a good mix of different celebrities, but there's some more to follow. So the celebrities is, you know, one important part of what we do at the show, but we hope that fans who maybe never want to go meet a celebrity are going to find lots of other things to do as well. Yeah. Um, the Austin area is getting... A double feature of Kevin Sorbo. Uh, we just had him at the Greater Austin Comic Con as well, and uh, it'll be awesome for those people who were weren't able to see Hercules at that convention. Is going to be able to see him at Wizard World. Um, and even if you did, you get to meet him again. Like he's the guy you want to meet time after time over time. He takes a lot of time with his guests. It's not just come in and sign and see. You. He'll talk to people. He's very. Um, Fan friendly, and that's a trait of many of our Wizard World guests. The kinds of celebrities that like to do our shows, that do many of our shows across the country, 
they're there because they want to meet the fans and they get a chance to kind of express their gratitude to fans for following their work for years and years. Kevin's definitely in that group. Yeah, for sure. And I forgot to ask you, uh, what is your role particularly with Wizard World? Sure. I handle all the public relations for the series. So I am almost nine years with Wizard World. So one of my first shows was back in Austin in 2010 when we did our first Austin show during the first year that I was at Wizard World. And so I handle anything related to media and press. So I'll work with a lot of the celebrities when we're going to do some TV appearances or podcast appearances or radio, whatever it is, newspaper articles, whatever it is that's helping to just kind of spread the word to the audience that we've got this show coming and here's who's coming and here's why it's cool and here's why you want to be part of it. Yeah, it's awesome in that um... – and that your the company was a world has got such great outreach and whatnot and likes to touch base with the community let's talk about uh the the panels what what kind of educational panels are we going to be looking forward to sure the full schedule will come out probably about 10 days or so before the show they're assembling it now fans have submitted their own programming ideas you'll have the q a's from celebrities just about every celebrity on the list here will have a time when they'll be doing a fan q a which is uh which is neat holly marie combs and charisma carpenter do one together and they call it women of pop culture and it's you know there's some lightness to it where it's two kind of fun people talking but then there's also serious issues of women in pop culture and their roles and, and women's um uh, getting into all the, the the things about that so our, our panels run, and I'm glad you brought it up because our panels run the whole gamut from kind of the fun celebrity Q&As to cosplay Q&As to learning about how artists do their craft, basically how to break into the business, all kinds of different things. Basically, there are fans who will come and just spend hours in the programming rooms, fans of comics, fans of celebrity Q&As, whatever it is, because the programming is a, is a fun part of what we do that's different every show. It's different based on where we are. It's different based on which guests we have. And it's something that regardless of whether there's a particular celebrity or a particular thing you're interested in, there's always going to be something going on in our programming rooms, multiple rooms going on at once. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite part of the comic cons and conventions is the panels and programming. Uh, I tend to spend my, play my time mostly there and uh, off the expo floor. I, I enjoy these panels on cosplay, and, and I'm a casual comic fan, but um, I love hearing the experience and what's going on with these celebrities or people of influence in the industry. And uh, I, I enjoy that you got a lot of different things on in cosplay, a lot of, a lot of panels, building workshops, whatnot for cosplay. I was kind of curious if you've ever seen, outside in the comic world, uh, something more than cosplay 101. It seems like uh, there's a need for like a, uh, a more advanced cosplay panel. Yeah, we definitely have those. I mean, we'll have the 101, but then we'll also have individual workshops that our mm -hmm. cosplayers will do. We just got through with our show in Chicago where we had four or five different cosplays. We had, we had one just on posing. Oh, How nice. do you pose? How do you make it? So we, we'll have different ones, and we'll, we'll see which of those, depending on which of the cosplayers we have that are there, whatever their particular expertise is or things that they really like to kind of spread the word about. So we'll have those in addition to the basics of cosplay there's also those kind of next level sculpting uh, learning how to make different uh, weapons and things and accessories to your costumes 
just there's more than just the, the basics of it. We really know that a lot of our fans now are past that and want to learn a little bit more, and that's why we have our cosplayers who really travel the whole circuit and also travel to other comic conventions, and we like having those guys and gals there to kind of impart their knowledge in these special workshops. Awesome. Can you give the viewers like an uh, idea of what the experience is like from – uh, when the fe convention opens, and then uh, what they'll experience throughout the convention? Absolutely. The way we like to think of our Wizard World shows is they're a pop culture celebration. So it's not just fans meeting celebrities and fans meeting artists, but it's fans meeting other fans. So you might be going to Wizard World because you're a big Doctor Who fan. You can't wait to meet Peter Capaldi. So you get there on Friday, you're online, you can't wait, you walk in, and you know Peter's going to be over there with Pearl in the celebrity area, but on your way over there, you know, there's going to be a TARDIS there, and you're going to want to stop and see it, and there's going to be an artist who has an interpretation of Doctor Who that you're going to want to take a look at and maybe uh, maybe grab. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a vendor or a, an exhibitor that has some piece of Doctor Who memorabilia or some kind of collectible you're going to want. You're going to see people dressed up in every different iteration of Doctor Who, even dressed up as TARDISes. And then you're finally going to go and you meet Peter and Pearl and it caps off your day. So on the way to doing that, you're going to run into a hundred other things. We like our show to be immersive of everything pop culture where you're going to come on site and you're going to maybe come out of it with a different favorite thing than you thought going in. We have an entertainment stage that when you first walk onto the show floor, the first thing that hits you is this entertainment stage with Cato Kalin of the famed Cato uh, Kalin was the you know the, the gentleman who lived back behind the O.J. Simpson house back 25 years ago. He is our entertainment host, and he just keeps everything moving, keeps everybody smiling, keeps everybody going. And our entertainment stage is going to be different musical acts. It's going to be different artists. It's going to be different cosplay meetups. It's going to be karaoke, magic. All the different things that are part of pop culture and part of entertainment, we put on the stage every 45 minutes, half hour or so, there's something different, and Cato kind of runs that and, and kind of keeps everybody moving, kind of an Austin's, uh, Austin's Got Talent kind of thing. So what's fun is that there's always something happening. There's always something different. Every half hour is, is a different experience at Wizard World, and from 5 o'clock or from, from 4 o'clock on Friday to 4 o'clock on Sunday, it's pretty much nonstop. That sounds amazing. Um, are there going to be any like fun activity, like game type things, like big balls or something like that to run around in or attractions or bounce houses or anything like that? Yeah, all of our exhibitors, we're not sure of everything like that. I know we're going to have extensive gaming, so video gaming is a big part of what we're doing now. We just came from Chicago where we had some of the superior guests from Fortnite and from Overwatch, the, the guys that, that really are, are famous in that world were at our show, and they signed autographs, met fans, and also played some games, did some commentating, and you know, video gaming is a big part of what we do. There'll for sure be interactive exhibits uh, I'm not certain of what all the exhibits are right now, but for sure there'll be some things that uh, fans can get into. We have a kids zone. Kids 10 and under are free at our show, all three, all three days, all throughout the year. But we really want to introduce that next generation of fans to Wizard World. Mm -hmm. So kids are free. We have a kids zone where there's coloring and there's princesses reading stories and all kinds of different things throughout the weekend, face painting, balloon art, just a, a fun – interactive area for kids to experience what wizard world is all about in the way that they can as well yeah that's that's very good um and given the opportunity so i guess we can expect the the houston outlaws and whatnot to come on out 
and uh, greet fans and have a little time to play games? Sure. We do a lot of partnerships with, with groups all over the state, all over the country, depending on where we are. So we like in our exhibitors area or in the artist area, you're going to find a pretty good local flavor. There's going to be some folks from, you know, there who we end up picking up and they, they come all across the country with us. So we're, we're pretty excited about all the different elements of our show that bring in what Austin and the whole state of Texas have to offer. Yeah. So can we expect any esports tournaments or anything? Absolutely. So in addition to the gaming area where fans can just kind of come and play all these games for free and maybe sample some games they've never played before, uh, meet some other fans who love the same games they love, we'll set up some tournaments and there'll be some activities all weekend like that where fans can kind of test their skills against others and, and kind of maybe even learn a few things from some other people as well. Yeah. I was reading through the programming a little bit and, uh, I saw like Wizard World is like a super super convention of every aspect of this uh, niche um, entertainment industry of gaming and uh, and comic comic books and art and all kinds of things. But I also saw a portion of anime. So how does anime fit itself into the Comic Con? Sure. Well, that's the goal. We always want to have um, some elements of all different areas, and if Fans tell us, hey, look, we, we kind of want to come more, but we don't have as much of this. This is something you can do. If enough people are interested in something, we're going to test it out. And a lot of our things work. Sometimes they don't, but we're always looking at opportunities to expand areas like that that we know are, I mean, you call them niche, but, but it, it's a big niche. Yeah. Uh, anime, there, there's, there's conventions, there's 300 anime conventions alone in the country. Some of them are smaller, some of them are bigger, but... You know what? Fans want to uh, experience, uh, get to meet some of the celebrities in that in that area, uh, not just being able to to experience the the big celebrities and such that are mainstream. These are folks that uh, the fandom is very strong. So, for example, in Chicago, we had uh, numerous celebrities, uh, the voice actors that that do the the anime. And so, we haven't yeah. announced which ones we're going to have in Austin yet, but we'll for sure have an extensive anime area that will include some familiar names to anime folks and also you know anime manga library where people can kind of um you know check out their um favorites there or or learn about some new ones yeah awesome and uh i look forward to that i've been kind of tracking a lot of the anime festivals that are here in the local central texas area and greater austin and obviously into uh, Houston and Dallas and seeing that it's been growing a lot. What about Wizard World? What has uh, what do the numbers look like as we get to this 2018 festival? What has the growth been like over the years since you've been able to see it since it came to fruition? Sure. I mean, we, like I said, started out back 20 years ago doing one show, added another show, and then throughout the, the 2000s, we would pick up one or two shows here and there and about 10 years ago, we made a, a decision that this thing has legs in other places, and we found markets that, in you know, Portland and New Orleans and Austin that we identified early on as ones that we thought would be, you know, long-time partners for us, and Austin has proved to be that way. So we've grown from a two-day show back in 2010, just the weekend, to 
you know, three days where we'll have thousands and thousands of fans come through. And it's one of our events, you know, it's right in that next level now, below Chicago and Philadelphia, Austin, New Orleans, and Portland, really, and maybe Cleveland to an extent, have become that kind of next level size show where we can, we can introduce new things, knowing that that's a good test market for us for whether things will work in smaller places. We think of Austin not in terms of it being a small market at all, but being one of our important markets, because we've been there so long, and fans have been so good to us there for a long time. So this is one we look forward to to every year not just for the barbecue ha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so did you guys start off at the convention center or was there another location pr- prior to moving into the convention center no we've been in the convention center we've been in every different corner of the convention center some years we were in that front area there by the um i don't know, I don't know the, the letters of the 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 booths but or the halls but we're one year a couple of years we've been in the front area there by the train tracks and mm-hmm. other years we've been around back so the last few years we've been around back by that back uh, side there and we've taken up pretty much um, that whole area back there and so that's also indicative of the growth is that we've really expanded our footprint within buildings as well and yeah. Austin is no exception yeah that's awesome uh, what can we expect with some future conventions? Are are you going to be adopting any VR or AR, or do you already have that uh, being added in? Well, we've started that, and we're doing some more with it. So we're we're always looking at different partners. We just did some in Chicago with that. You know, Austin's an event there. You know, a lot of the things that we do at our very biggest shows in Chicago and Philly, we also do in Austin because, like I said, we consider it one of our four or five most uh, prominent shows on the on the tour. So, you know, also Austin just being the kind of city that it is that, you know, lots of new things are tried out there. And, um, you know, it, it really gives us a sense of whether it might work in other places. So we'll see a lot of VR. You'll see uh, in our gaming area different VR games that fans can enjoy and, you know, that's only going to be expanding over time. Nice. <clears throat> Very nice. And what about like uh, workshops for learning how to st- become a influencer in the comic book area, uh, convention uh, space or what's going on? Sure. You know, like I said, our workshops vary a little from show to show only because we don't have the full schedule yet and, and yeah. we're not sure which which particular folks will be there that have expertise in those areas but for sure if fans check that wizardworld.com website and go to the Austin page and scroll down starting about a week to 10 days before the show we'll have a more complete version but we always have similar to that what you're just discussing there we have similar kinds of workshops that fans um they, they've been very popular. We had a few of them sell out. I had a few people come up to me during the Chicago show, and you know, sometimes, you know, they're, they're, oh, how did this sell out? You know, it, they, they, there's a lot of, like you said, you brought it up. It's something that um, that fans like. Fans like the opportunity to be able to learn about these things in a smaller environment, in a very, our workshops are very hands-on. These are, you know, the sculpting workshop you're actually sculpting something that you leave with, uh, whether it's a small piece of uh, clay or, or up to wherever. Um, but, yeah, we do um, you know, concept to creation for, for art and you know, cosplay, foam building, uh, Pokemon, uh, social media, sculpting, all different kinds of workshops that fans have a chance to uh, learn a little bit more, a little bit more in depth. And, you know, our workshops have an extra fee for them, but most of the programming does not. So for fans who just want to come and, 
you know, they, they want to experience a lot of different things without having a lot of extra expenses. You know, 80% of what we have at our show is part of your admission process, all of the entertainment stage. 90% of the programming, including all the fan Q&As with celebrities, those are all part of your admission. And we want fans to Kids Day, the costume contest, all those things are, are part of the admission, and we want fans to really immerse themselves in everything in pop culture. Awesome. Uh, can you speak on maybe like some specific things you want to highlight and let viewers know uh, about the Austin convention that's separate or different, that they're not going to experience somewhere else? You'll know when you get there. I think yeah. that because our shows, there's a part of our show that's the same at a lot of our shows, and that helps us kind of keep things consistent. So you're going to have things like Thomasy and Nicholas and John Heater doing the Disney trivia panel that they do whenever they're together, and that's always a fun time. You're going to have the costume contest you always have. You're going to have some of those um, different workshops that we do that will be the same. But there are Austin-based creators who are at that show who won't be at any other show. There will be exhibitors that will be at that show that, that won't be at any other show probably. And it will be a lot of that. That's kind of where your taste of Austin is mostly, is in your artist area and your exhibitors area. Nice. Awesome. Um, let's talk about convention uh, tickets. Where can they get tickets and how much do they cost? Sure. The very best way is to go to wizardworld.com. You save a little bit of money off if you buy it on site. It's $10 more on site. So when you buy it online, it's $80 for a three-day admission, and that's less than any two individual days. Mm -hmm. So if you were just going to come Friday or Saturday, that, would, you know, that comes out to about $90. So this is your opportunity to uh, get a full three-day admission. You come and you go as you please. If you only end up coming two days for some reason, you've still come out ahead. And there are um, then from there VIP packages. If you're really into anime, we have an anime gold VIP package that includes an, uh, some lounge access and autograph ticket for one of the voice actors and a gift bag and things that are related specifically to anime. We have VIPs for a lot of the celebrities, not all of them, but a lot of the celebrities have packages where you just put your your photo and your and your everything all together in one purchase, so you don't have to kind of piecemeal it, and and you're able to still get everything and be. On VIP lines, and then all the photo ops and all that. Wizardworld.com. Click on the Austin tab, and that'll have all the information right there. Yeah, you heard it there, and then uh, all social media at Wizardworld, correct? Wizardworld is our most uh, effective way. Just go right there, and no matter which show we're talking about, you know, you'll be able to find Wizardworld on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everywhere. And then it's uh, Austin, Texas, World World Austin, September 21st through 23rd. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, what time does the, the expo or convention open on the 21st on Friday? Sure. We go Friday 4 to 9, Saturday 10 to 7, and Sunday 10 to 4. And on Saturday we have the world-famous Wizard World Comic-Con costume contest, which follows the show at 7.30. So really... Saturday is a, a full day. It's really 10 to about 9 because the show ends at 7, but everyone just goes right to the ballroom and, and 
whether you're taking part in the costume contest or just want to watch it, everyone gets their moment in the sun. So if you sign up for the contest, you know, you're going to come on the stage and they're going to introduce you as whatever character you chose and, and you'll get to pose and meet the judges and get, you know, a, a hand from the fans as well. So that's a the chance for fans to kind of stand out as well and show off what they've been working on for some folks, you know, work on weeks and weeks just on one costume they're going to wear on Saturday at Wizard World. Mm, very nice. And then, uh, so Wizard World Austin, Friday, September 21st through the 23rd, Sunday. It's going to be at the Austin Convention Center. You can get tickets on the wizardworld.com website. Hope you hope to see you there. It was nice speaking with you, Mr. Milani, Jerry, and uh, I look forward to Wizard World Austin. Have a good one. Trent, thanks for, thanks for having me. I look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Awesome.